630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad. from the Edmonton Elks. They have have signed former standout Ohio State quarterback J.T. Barrett. He was the Big Ten Conference's quarterback of the year in 14, 16, and 17. An outstanding college career with Ohio State. He has uh, bounced around the NFL and never really stuck, so now he signs with the green and gold as uh, Chris Jones has been very, very busy and uh, trying to find that quarterback that can be the anchor for the team. In the NHL, Red Wings lead the Penguins 2-1 late in the second, about partway through the first, little past the halfway point. Rangers up 1-0 on the Wild, and uh, three games coming up later on tonight. Oilers at Canadians tomorrow, 3.30 face-off show here on 6.30, Chet, and the game will start at 5. I uh, really appreciate hearing from you on Evander Kane. It is, it is an interesting one to talk about. Um, I, I do, I, I mean, a couple of people have said to me, or I've seen, you know, posts or whatever. It's like, well, quit, quit talking about his past, quit talking about it. like, leave the guy alone. And to that, I would say, well, I mean, everybody has a story and I'm in the profession where, where you have to tell the story. And I, I think I've been clear that there are some allegations against Kane that have been the NHL has looked into and says, we don't think there's anything here. So I've tried not to spend a lot of time on those. Um, But there are things that have come up and there are concerns about his behavior and his behavior as a teammate in the past. So I do think it's relevant to mention and relevant to discuss. I mean, to me, uh, I I guess it's, uh, you know, it it has a negative connotation to it, but I think when the the team in in the city adds a player, I think you got to present the history of that player to the fan base uh zach hyman has written children's books when i interviewed him i asked him about it okay it's a lot more fluffier than some of the stuff that evander kane is facing but to me it's in that bucket of you you tell a guy's story and there there are things about kane's story that some of you like i said some of you maybe not all of you some of you might not like as much so i do think it's fair to discuss and brian wants to talk about it seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. go ahead brian hey reed uh first a shout out to the men's uh national soccer team they're doing well. Yeah, they won again. Awesome stuff. Yeah, yeah they're doing great, they're, eh? getting, they're getting closer, man. Did you um, go in November? I did. I went to one of the... I think I we think talked about that the, already, didn't we? I think we did. And I, I, yeah. we, I was so spoiled. We had one of those um, one of those little... Uh, what, what do you call the... Um, uh, the sweets. I was in a suite, so I was a little nice. spoiled. <laughs> That's okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but uh, you, know, you know what? You, just what you just said there about Evander Kane... Um, I mean, it's it's kind of complex, but what employer doesn't do a background check on an employee? Yeah. Any any company will do a background check and call out certain things, have meetings and whatnot. So <clears throat> this is not unusual, and I think for fans that that just want to cover it over, um, you know, I, th- I I think it's just right to do to do what look uh, what what appears Ken Holland was trying to do and has done. But uh, anyway, yeah, the risk is the risk is very small. It seems to be because we're not paying this guy very much money to come in here, who's 
a six, seven million dollar player. I mean, the the on ice stuff is so tempting and it's so so enticing. He's a, everybody knows he's a heck of a player, but um, it, he's a package as well. Um, the first thing I heard when when you know I wanted to know what what the leadership group thought of this guy. And, you know, McDavid, Dreisaitl, Nurse, and whoever else kind of gave this guy the pass and said, okay, we want you, you know, we want you, we want to win. And I think that's all great. And it is a short term. I mean, it's, it's, it's just a short, it's, it's a very short amount of time. And the guy might behave and do really well for the next four months, four months. And who knows how far the Oilers can go. But, um, yep. I think we got to be careful. I mean, for sure. I mean, you got to. Yeah, there's there's things that have happened with this guy. There's red flags. The interview that he did today um, with the media, I didn't hear him take very much accountability at all. You know about what he's done and you know that he wants to, you know, change things that he's done, or 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 he could do this or that. But he was called out by a few guys. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, I didn't hear. I just turned in a few minutes ago. But what do you think of the the acquisition? Uh, well, like I've said before, to to me, leading into it, I would have been very, very. I think if I were the GM of the team, I'd be really, really hesitant. Now, if I were the yeah. GM of a team, I'd have access to agents and other GMs and coaches and more and more people like that. Uh, like yeah. if it's me, there were enough red flags that I might have been more easily scared off than perhaps Ken Holland was. Right. Um, you know, as a broadcaster, and Rob and I said this last night, and Rob is not a fan of the <clears> signing, <throat> probably probably yeah. less of a fan than a lot of people. Now that he's on the team, the discussion is how he plays, unless some other story pops up. But we'll keep it to right. his we'll keep it to his ability on the ice when we talk about him. There's no sense dragging everything up every time you talk about the yeah. guy. Like we will today, because yeah. he got because he got signed and he was asked about it. That's that's how I, I that those are my thoughts from a what if standpoint and from yeah. what I do for yeah. a living. Okay, yeah, and, and thanks, you know Brian. You know what? Hey, read. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I, I, sorry, bro. I got to get somebody else in here. Yeah, uh, we got yeah, John standing care. by on the Certainty Hotline as well. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Hey, John, thanks for calling. Go ahead. Hey, Reed. I, uh, by the way, I I love the new signing, the new CEO for the Elks. Oh, okay, he's good. Per, he's perfect. So there, chopped that one up. I love the signing. I love Dan McCain coming. And you, and when you think about it, Kenny Holland told us when he started that he was under a cap problem, he was under contracts, he didn't have the money, but he gradually started improving things. He is not a gambler, and he is not panic. This guy, he's he's seen it all, and he's been through it all. So if he's happy and he's done his due diligence, I think it's a terrific move. I mean, man, what more could you ask for if you're adding somebody than a guy who's 6'2", he's tough, he's got breakaway speed. Can you imagine Kane and, and <laughs> Connor coming down at you? And Zach Hyman's not a slouch either when it comes to skating. So I just, I just love the signing. I, don't, I think the risk is very minimal, and I think the, the core group are going to do their best. They're going to say, okay, we'll welcome him. We will let them know what the rules are and uh, go for that. Man, 
I love it. Well, that might be a line. Kane, McDavid, and Hyman could be a line tomorrow. McDavid, uh, like Hyman might just so. go over to the right side, right? So I like I like it when yeah. Tibbet said he'd put all three of those guys on the line. Try oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just load them all up. Well, well I don't yeah. appreciate <laughs> it, John. Okay, Bye-bye. that is John. 780-496-0063. Kelly Rudy, who joins us every week on the show, is up next. joins us every week here on Inside Sports, former NHL goaltender, now broadcaster. He is powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian, try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. It is Kelly Rudy. Kelly, welcome back to the show. How are you doing? Doing really well. Looking forward to the weekend. Uh, Although I'm not involved as much as I used to be, um, uh, Hockey Day in Canada happens to be the day that I look forward to, I think, the most out of any day during the regular season. And I, I love the uh, the stories from, you know, the smaller centers in Canada and how hockey really resonates. And uh, for years and years, uh, I was fortunate enough to travel often on hockey, leading up to Hockey Day in Canada. So I'd be in some pretty cool communities uh, like Yellowknife and Whitehorse and, and others. Those are maybe a little bit bigger centers than uh, some of the others that I've gone to. But what I really enjoy about Hockey Day and hearing all the stories is that in a lot of the really small communities, the hub of the cent- hub of the community is a hockey rink. And so the boys and girls are playing their hockey. The parents come, the aunts and uncles, the grandparents. And, and it's usually a day where people spend a good chunk of that time that day in the arena. And so I really... I, I used to really enjoy those days, and and now I'm more just doing, uh, you know, out of Toronto or or what have you. Tomorrow I'll be doing out of Calgary studio again. But and so you kind of miss the flavor. Although uh, I think our network we're really good at telling the stories still. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I don't know what year it would have been. Probably 2000 or 2001. Mm-hmm. So my first or second year in broadcasting, I did a story on a couple of brothers who played for the uh, Lloydminster Border Kings. So I was okay, right for Hockey Day in Canada. So that was pretty. Yeah, cool. it, uh, was right. Awesome. I'm sure. I, I'm sure that's one of your highlights of your broadcasting oh, yeah. career. Yeah. Right. There's so so many of them, and uh, yeah, I have so many lasting memories uh, around that particular day, and uh, and you know what? It also does read. It reminds me all, always of growing up in Elmwood, and how the rink to me was. Although I had a outrageously good childhood, uh, wonderful parents and an older brother, but I always felt like to a certain degree that shack in elmwood was kind of my uh (laughs) another safe haven for me i had a lot of friends there right and you know you'd uh i just spent so many hours at that rink and in that shack yeah that's awesome back to the more innocent days of your hockey youth right and that's a good transition to uh (laughs) the pressures and scrutiny of a National sure. Hockey League career, which brings us, of course, to Evander Kane, who answered questions this morning along with Ken Holland and Dave Tippett as he has indeed joined the Oilers, which we've been talking about off and on for the last uh, two or three weeks. Um, you know, he also did the interview with Kayla Gray on TSN uh, that aired yesterday. Uh, I'm just curious. I mean, it's it's a it's a complicated situation. I've heard a lot of different opinions. You know, I, I'm not going to tell people what to think uh, about having Evander Kane on a team you cheer for or cheer against, for that matter. Um, but anything you heard over the last couple of days, 
that that, that stuck out to, to you? Well, this is such a complicated story, right? And so it, it's really hard. And I'm like you. I'm not trying to convince anybody one way or the other. That's that's not my job. I'm just going to tell you what I think of uh, the situation. And, you know, I just think that now that the Oilers have uh, taken the step to sign, they've signed a really good player. Like, he is just going to – he's going to help the team. And because it's a short-term contract, my expectation would be uh, that he's going to be on his best behavior because he's looking for the next contract, right? So he's going to he's going to try and make sure that this is a not just a home run but a grand slam for him, so that he he either gets another uh, NHL contract or uh, in a league elsewhere. And I think that the Oilers are probably going to get uh, a lot of mileage out of him. Uh, I watched a press conference today, and uh, you know he's saying all the right things. I heard Ken. And Holland uh, and Dave Tippett had dinner with him in Vancouver for two and a half hours before the night before their game. Uh, he said all the right things there. Uh, so I'm going to definitely give him the benefit of the doubt um, because uh, he is a player that uh, there are a lot of rumors about, uh, you know, being a teammate, a certain kind of teammate and certain things like that. Now, uh, I think that uh, what he said also, uh, he hopes uh, Oiler fans have an open mind and uh, judge him on uh, his play and and so on. I'm uh, I have my own opinions, uh, but you know, I'm just a broadcaster and I'm just here to tell you what I think you're getting in terms of a player. Yeah. Well, and and Rob and I said it last night. Hopefully that's all we're talking about. I mean, the history right. is the, is the history. It it is part right. of a player's backstory, positive, negative, checkered what whatever now you hope you're just talking about hockey and there's a lot of discussion when these things come up whether it's uh you know evander kane or when antonio brown went to tampa bay you know what would you go back in time with whatever player from whatever sport and you you've you know you've been in dressing rooms and you've been you know a young guy on a championship caliber team and then you became yeah. a veteran player on other teams yeah. like are there actually formal conversations with new players like i can't see grown men sitting down and saying okay evander you have to do this this like like is it more like just setting a tone with a guy or leaving him alone yeah. like how does it go you're exactly right it's setting the tone and setting the example by how you live uh, live your life and how you prepare for hockey games uh and so yeah, you're exactly right. You don't have the same conversation. You don't sit down. Here are the guidelines. Here are the rules that you have to follow. Uh, oh, by the way, I will say, suggest this. There will be rules, right? Every team has team rules. Now, uh, uh, every player has to follow those rules. Um, now, it's how the coach treats everybody is different, right? So, the, And we've had this conversation a million times. So how Dave Tippett uh, tries to... Uh, coach Connor McDavid will be different than, say, Tyson Berry and how he treats uh, uh, or deals with Evander Kane and so on. But the rules always apply to everybody. So uh, Kane's going to have to follow that. But no, there's no formal sit-down thing and, and discussion. Uh, I think because of the situation, he's going to come into Edmonton and try and be a really good teammate. And, you know, there are inaccurate stories about a lot of players and have been, right? I remember one time, and I won't reveal the team, but I remember uh, I was going uh, into training camp uh, and uh, I heard about this one player that we had now. And I heard some things that not a great kid and he has some off ice problems. 
and I don't know who started it, but it couldn't have been further from the truth. Uh, kid was fantastic and just terrific. It, and it wasn't that he was trying to mask anything. Somebody decided at some point that in order maybe to get rid of him or something, they're going to paint him uh, in a in a different light than what was a, a fact. So I'm not I'm not telling you this is Evander Kane either. I'm just saying moving forward, judge him just like you and Rob said last night. Judge him on how he is moving forward. Yeah. Kelly Rudy joining us tonight on Inside Sports. And uh, the Oilers have now won three in a row. I, I thought it was a great game last night against the Predators. Uh, they all played Vancouver and got the shootout win. And obviously they played the Flames on Saturday night. You know, it's, yeah. it, it's so... It's, it's, and people have heard me say this before. It has become almost a joke about giving up the first goal. And Dave right. Tippett has just said, well, we just, now we just deal with it. For, for a while, yeah. we were emphasizing it and trying to fixing it. And now, <laughs> now we're yeah. just dealing with it. But, yeah. you know, now the Oilers trying to get things going here in the positive direction. And I think most Oilers fans know what I uh, feel about Costing. I don't know if you were, uh, since you were working last Saturday, you probably didn't hear my. Uh, two cents on Koskinen that I was just really cheering for him. I just wanted him to have a great game, get out of this situation where he was taking all the blame. And uh, I just thought last Saturday how hard he fought in that game where, you know, goaltending's hard enough. And in that first period, he made it look really hard. I mean, he was just battling like crazy. And, uh, you know, I just, I just had so much respect for him uh that night and i what did he finish with last saturday's 43 saves or 44 something uh, I like think, that yeah 45 i believe he was the save yeah. total yeah and, yeah and then just to get it back on track it, it just such admiration for a guy that uh because we all go through tough times and and that he was able to find his groove again because mentally it just beats you up i, I mean i've been there where i've been the weak link on a team and you know it and you know that your teammates are looking at you as the weak link, and it, it's hard to get out of that battle mentally. And so really happy for him. Uh, and now with some of the other guys coming back in the lineup, this, this is a Oiler team that I don't know how they got off track so badly, but uh, I have higher expectations for them other than that one little stretch where they went where they what, won 2-14 and 14 or something? 2-11 uh, and 2, yeah, 15 games, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever make a scorpion safe? <laughs> the Costin oh. did the little <laughs> kick up oh. with the leg on the shootout last night. <laughs> yeah, and and that's the thing. At some point, you just have to add lib, right? And you just abandon all style. And that's what I've always admired about uh, the guys that get to the top. And uh, I think Dominic Hoshik was the best. Dominic had all the same technique and skating ability, and he did everything the same as everybody else. But at some point, he was quicker to abandon his technique and just make a save. And and that's why I always thought that he was the best that ever played. You know, there are some guys, and maybe not so much at the NHL level because they've weeded everybody else out, but they're so focused on technique, and I've got to do this, and i got to push off like this, and they're slow to get across the crease. And so, oh, yeah, the Scorpion and all sorts of... I've been hitting the back, you know, every every sort of thing that, that is wrong about the position. And, <laughs> and at some point, you just try and make a save however it looks. Yeah. Well, and he did that a few times against the Flames as well. Just right? get his body back yeah. in the crease, right, and keep it out of the net for sure. Well, look, oh. I'm glad you're looking forward to Hockey Day in Canada. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a great day. Oilers got the 5 p.m. spot against Montreal, Kane's debut. Yeah. So a lot of hype around that game. Kelly, we always appreciate it, and we'll do this again next week.
Okay, take care, Reed. See you, bud. Kelly Rudy, powered by Sentinel Storage. Shop Canadian, store Canadian. Try four weeks free. Visit sentinelstorage.ca. Next hour, more from Evander Kane and Senators defenseman Nick Holden. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.